Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Lawrence Jermaine Mitchell. Well, of course, everybody knows me as LJ from Houston. And we're about to get into our weekend cap of our games that happened this weekend. Um, you know, I uh, correspond with the Houston Texans. We had a game on Saturday. And, of course, for Thursday, we had a big game. Uh, AFC West, we had the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. And when we're talking Chargers, of course, we got to get our boy David Gonzalez on the line. What's going on, David? What is up, my dude? What is good? I am. And I know you feeling good right now, man. Big win. Uh, The Chargers were able to pull off a heroic victory Thursday night against the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead, man. Give me your thoughts, David. Bring it to me, man. How you feeling? Um, I did, I never had so much stress in my life and anxiety in the, in 30 seconds in my life. So I was completely spe- speechless. I, I just, I couldn't believe what was happening right now. Um, we're third, we're 11 and three tied for the first in the AFC. And we were down 14 in the last four minutes of regulation. And Phillip Rivers is the only quarterback, um, teams in that situation were zero and 88 <laughs> broke that. And, and he came back 14 points um, down with four minutes left. So let me start. Let me start. Philip Rivers came into this game losing nine straight meetings versus the Kansas City Chiefs. That's four years. Wow. And, you know, yeah, so we they got our number, man. And, like, I was sick and tired of it. And then the first, the sec, on the second play, they threw an intercept. Philip Rivers threw an interception, underthrew Tyrell Williams and safety Steven Nelson picked it off. The mm-hmm. second play of the damn game. So I was like, oh, man, not again, man. They always find a way to pick us off. They always – Philip Rivers always throws, like, two interceptions towards them. Just, that's just happens. So I, that possession led to them scoring on the next two possessions. Heading to the second quarter, the Chiefs got the ball on one possession that led to a punt. Chargers took over for the rest of the quarter. Seven minutes for a drive led to a Kendall Fuller in, interception in the end zone. So it's not. It wasn't looking good for first second quarter. It wasn't looking good at all. Not not one bit. But then things things started to change real quick. Um, the first touchdown was to Mike Will. This guy. I'm gonna talk about. This is gonna be a Mike Will, um, Mike Williams podcast. Man, this dude was all over the place. This guy six foot four out of Clemson. You know, your boy was throwing to him in Clemson. Mm-hmm. This guy is just a beast. First touchdown with a three yard. And I feel like all these touchdowns look exactly the same. When it comes to the end zone, it's in the corner, either Keaton Allen or Mike Williams. These dudes are just too tall for these for these defenders. Caught it right over them, three-yard touchdown. Um, but Phillip Rivers threw for 313 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And um, both touchdowns were two, two for the two-year man. Um, both touchdowns were to the two-year man out of Clemson, Mike Williams. Um like I said, the, one, the first one was a floater. Beauty. It was a beauty tiptoe catch. And the second one was the last touchdown through against Mike Williams. And, again, another – in the right corner, it's, it's, I swear, it's like the, every single play. It was the game-winning touchdown. And uh, I'm going to get into that a little later. But it almost was called um, incomplete because he kind of bobbled it. But mm-hmm. it, I, was, I was on the edge of my seat, man. I was like, there's no way they're going to call that back. But – um. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the last play a little later. I was just giving you a little Philip Rivers highlights, and then um, also another interesting stuff from Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has now 13 games with multiple passing touchdowns this season, mm-hmm. and that is most in the NFL. He this dude passed for two touchdowns every game. It don't matter who. Um, but um, 
But the running game was um it was okay um without Melvin Gordon Justin Jackson got the um, run game going rushing for seventy fifty seven yards six carries including a third a third yard rush cut the deficit down to seven to fourteen and then Mike Williams also got was involved in the ground um, Chargers always try to run a sweep and you know they they do pretty good and Mike Williams was not stopping on this run nineteen yard score to get the momentum back to fourteen twenty one. Um, Chargers also got to see some playing time from the undrafted rookie. Oh my god, I'm gonna mess this guy's up. Disrael Newsom, who rushed for 34 yards on six carries. That don't seem much, but he had a lot of bursts. He um it's, the best run was a 16-yard rush. So, you know, could show some potential. And due to these injuries for running backs, the Chargers are deep depth at the position and we can utilize them any way we can. So I really like the depth we got. Defense, the Jack Boys and Company. We didn't force a we didn't force a, a turnover all game, but we did hold Mahomes to less than 250 yards rushing and also held the running backs to 60 yards on the ground. So that right there is a pretty impressive stat. Mahomes usually throws for 334 yeah. touchdowns. It's crazy stats. And to add to that, the Chargers only got two sacks. And the most important one was on the third and thirteen in the fourth quarter to force KC to punt. And after they punted, it led to our game-winning drive. So that was a really big um, a sack. You know, they came when they need. They 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 uh, they got the stop we needed. The, my biggest concern is all the amount of penalties. Um, this this game was just flooded. I, I every single the last drive there was six penalties on the last drive, mm-hmm. on uh, just from both teams offsides, pass interference, holding, all this crazy stuff. Um, the biggest penalty was on the third down. It was third and goal, and um, a passing interference in the end zone led to a first down, half the distance to the goal. That next play was a game-winning um, pass, which I'm going to get to right now, dude. This play was insane. So, like I said, it was a first down and goal. It was third and goal, and we incomplete pass, passing interference. And to be honest with you, it was a very slight passing interference. He just had his right hand on his jersey just a little bit. But, you know, I'll take it. I'll definitely take it. So he lobbed it up, right corner, Mike Williams got it. And it was a beauty. He caught it. And Skandrick, the cornerback for the Chiefs, didn't even believe it. So then I was like, you know, let's just go for one. I, I mean, I, me, I don't know why. I was just like, just kick the field goal, you know. Just and, then, and then I seen everybody put their you know, two fingers up. I'm like, oh, man, they're going for two. They're going for two. So the play was a beautiful play action. Mike Will, um, Keenan Allen. Um, did a little um, – everybody was focused on Keenan Allen going down the inside. Triple team Keenan Allen led to Mike Wills go right in the corner, wide open, walk off. It was the craziest thing. That was probably the best game I've seen from my Chargers this year. It was mm. a comeback. It was a great – and my conclusion is we are the team to beat to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm feeling it, man. Melvin Gordon is coming back next week against the Rams. Um, I can't see the Chargers. Um, I can see us winning out, and then we can verse the Broncos versus them. I see the Chiefs losing maybe to the Seahawks. I know the Seahawks lost but um, to the 49ers, but I think we could take the AFC West, and who knows? Maybe the playoffs could be held at the StubHub Center. And if that's the case, the Chargers have a great chance to make it to ATL for the Super Bowl. Hey, you know what, David? I agree with you because – we were just talking about that. Uh, me and my friend was talking about who are some potential teams right now that no one wants to play in the playoffs, and the Chargers was definitely one of those teams. Um, 
far as the game, uh, like I said, I had to go to the Rockets and Lakers game. So I got home and Phillip Rivers was driving and they were down um, the touchdown. So I basically saw an heroic effort that Phillip Rivers put on that night. Um, that pass that he threw to Travis Benjamin, that fourth and nine, that was, was probably the, yeah, that probably was the best uh, clutch pass I've seen this year because they needed that catch to continue that drive. Or Kansas City gets the ball, they can kneel it, game over. So that was very, very clutch on Phillip Rivers' part. And I was very excited because I actually picked the Chargers to win that game with you. Yes, you did. Yep. So yep. we both called that because we knew the defense would potentially neutralize Patrick Mahomes' pass attack. Like we said, he held them to three under 300 yards. And the run game is suffering because of that. So it's too much pressure on him now to be be the hero and win big games. So I completely agree with you. The Chargers. Oh, and let, yeah, I forgot to I forgot to add something. This is this is my analysis on Patrick Mahomes. Every game he lost to were to who? The Rams and Patriots, who were the quarterback, Jared Goff and Tom mm-hmm. Brady. When it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, he loses to the better quarterback. He it, it was third and 13. He had to get, you know, he makes these big plays, scrambles around, you know, we couldn't contain him all game. When it comes down to it, he got sacked. What happened? The, the possession before that, he also we also we got a three and out. When it mm. comes down to it, wh- versus the better quarterback, he's not gonna win. He's everybody's getting an MVP contention. But honestly, if you look at the numbers, I think if you had a pick bef- between Phillip Rivers and Mahomes based off the games and you've seen every single game. Phil Rivers is MVP. He came back against the Steelers. We came back against them. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes got those big numbers. It's all smoke. It's all smoke and mirrors. I mean, to yeah. be honest with you, people just like looking at stats, like looking at, oh, look at that. Oh, he's throwing up 4,000 yards. He's going to break Payne Manning's all-time, you know, passing touchdown. You know, to be honest with you, when it comes down to who's the better leader, who's the most valuable player on their team, and Phil Rivers – Mike Will is the fourth wide receiver on that roster, and he was a rock star. He's he's making wins without Melvin Gordon. Our defense is holding. Every time we get the ball, we execute when we need to. I think Phil Rivers is the real MVP. Mm. Mahomes is smoking mirrors. Quarterbacks like that don't last long in the league. Next year, that shit's going to get shut down. People are going to find out how to stop him. And it's the, the if it's the Chiefs, Time to go to the Super Bowl is it's, it's either this year or wait another 60 years. Ain't going to happen. Hey, it just all depends on uh, the seedings because y'all have a chance now to get the division. And the Chiefs could fall all the way to uh, five, I think, right? They could fall to five coming from one, yeah. I believe. Yeah, if, yeah because we're – yeah, because it's the wild Because you would win yeah. the division. Yeah, you would win the division, and you can't jump the other division leaders. So the Chiefs will go, go all the way down, down to five. So for going from a first round by, <laughs> they could go to playing in the wild card. So yeah, um, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Uh the Chargers got a big game coming up against Baltimore. So that's gonna be telling to see if y'all win that game. I think y'all will take the division because I do believe the Chiefs are gonna lose again. Um, so it's gonna come down to y'all beating Baltimore this Saturday night. I will be yep. tuned in. Definitely. I will yeah. be tuned into that game. Now, I'm off that day. I'll be definitely tuned in. Now, get into me with the Texans. The second seed Texans, as I might add. The second seed. 
in the yes. AFC West. You, you AFC. are correct. You are correct, my friend. The Texans do have the second seed uh, for the Patriots losing against the Steelers last night. Um, but as uh, far as Saturday night, let's get to this game. Uh, well, Saturday daytime, you know, to be correct. But yeah, uh, the Texans, um, I, I said before this game that I wasn't worried about winning this game, but I was a little bit concerned about our glaring issues that we have far as our offensive line and the Jets are like number one in, in blitzing as far as their defense, how they blitz uh, the most. They were number one. So I knew that that was going to be an issue. Deshaun Watson was going to have to really read the defense and get out the pocket to make plays. So all that said, we jump out to a 16-3 lead. I mean, the, first, the very first touchdown that Deshaun Watson threw to DeAndre Hopkins was just – it was beautiful. And I just don't understand why we don't have more plays like that in our play calling. I don't know if O'Brien is just holding on to him. But that was a beautiful route that DeAndre Hopkins did. He, he, he went one way. He went on a go and then went a slant and cut through the middle. And burnt the safety like he burnt like he got behind him like you he probably should have been in the stands eating popcorn David that's <laughs> how far he was behind them and the pass was just so beautiful Deshaun Watson dropped it right in the bucket and I want to kill all the arguments David De- DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league I don't want to hear nothing yeah else. this this dude, yeah I'm, I was gonna say that that dude is just I don't want to hear nothing else about it man he has the man. best hands. And he comes through in the clutch when you need him. And the way that he depends on, like, his, the offense depends on him so much because Fuller's hurt now. Like, if we had Fuller, it would open up a lot more, and he probably would be disguised more. But we have to depend on him now. But I digress. Let me get back to the, the analysis. Of so we took a 16-3 lead in the first half, man. Um, but like I said, the defense came out and started blitzing Deshaun Watson. Uh, our offensive line giving up sacks. The the Jets end up having six sacks with eleven tackles for loss on us on this game. I'm surprised Deshaun Watson didn't get hurt, David. Like he he took a beating, man. But he's a soldier. He's relentless, and he 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 just he seems like he thrives off it. To be honest with you, he thrives <laughs> off pressure for some reason. Um, Bill O'Brien though, like it was one it was one factor in this game. He called a timeout when the Jets were trying to get a third down. And they didn't even get the third down. Uh, but they, they could have challenged it. But Bill O'Brien calls a timeout to give them time to challenge the play. And they didn't even challenge the play, David. Like, that play right there could have been so crucial because we were down. Uh, the Jets had took the lead 22-19 to 19 with five minutes remaining in that game. So that could have been a crucial uh, uh, play call that um, – O'Brien did like if he if they would have got that timeout and, and won that challenge, I promise you, David, he he would have been on the chopping <laughs> Like seriously, you don't make you don't make timeouts like that. Like seriously, that was a bad decision. But even though he better be lucky that he has Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins on his team because they saved him in this game, baby. We could have easily lost this game. Like seriously, Sam Darnold had two touchdowns. Like. We made him look like a, a like um Patrick Mahomes out there pretty much. I mean, <laughs> he threw for two fifty three. He's running the ball, scrambling, getting first downs when the play when the play breaks down. You know, he he was looking like a dynamic quarterback in this game. Coming off a foot injury, he's supposed to have a foot injury, but he didn't look like it on Saturday night. Believe me. But um, even though like the Jets had twenty one more first downs than us, I mean not not more, but twenty one to fifteen. We were one and nine on third down, David. We only completed one third down conversion out of nine. 
So that, that was real crucial. And they shut our run game down. We only had 51 yards rushing. So uh, with that said, no, I'm sorry. We had 47 yards rushing. We had 51 plays. I'm sorry. 17 attempts, 47 yards rushing. We was one for four in the red zone, but we didn't have a turnover. And I believe that that's the reason why we won this game, because we didn't turn the ball over. Even though Deshaun Watson got sacked a lot of times, he still held on to that ball, and he still made decisions when it counted the most. Because the last drive when we needed to score, DeAndre Hawkins caught one of the beautifulest back shoulder passes I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. That was so, yeah, I was kind of speechless on that one. Yeah, seriously. That, that was that that throw right there was just perfect. And it, and like I said, their chemistry is so good to where they can look off and still know how to read each other and know when 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 he got the matchup. And and not only that, the Jets was playing one-on-one on DeAndre Hawkins. Not like he's a t- all pro receiver in this league. You you're playing one-on-one with Claiborne. I mean, come on. You got to be smarter than that, uh, the defensive coordinator of the Jets. But, hey, thank you for uh, allowing him to do what he do. And, like I said, he had two touchdowns. He had 10 catches, 170. Deshaun Watson ended up with 294 with two touchdowns. Um, but far as the defense played outstanding like they always do, but they were in predicaments to where they, they can't get off the field. They were tired because the Jets kept driving down the field, but they came up with timely sacks and timely stops on third down. J.J. Watt. Two, two uh, sacks. I think he's right behind Aaron Donald as defensive player of the year, to be honest, because the only thing Aaron Donald has more than J.J. Watt is sacks. J.J. Watt has more forced fumbles. He has more quarterback hits. He has more tackles, and he has more pass deflections. The only thing he doesn't have more is sacks. So I'll give Aaron Donald that. But other than that, J.J. Watt is definitely playing lights out, man, coming off that injury. Like, if it wasn't for Andrew Luck, J.J. Watt would probably be comeback player of the year. But, you know, they're going to give it to Luck because of how he's playing. I already know because the quarterback, you know, he's going to get that award. But yeah. all that said, David, they could have lost this game. They were very lucky. They they were able to get out of New York with this win, 29-22. and 22. But those issues of the offensive line is still atrocious, and they're going to have to fix it because even if we win out, you know, because I do believe that we possibly will slip up to Philly. The way they played last night against the Rams, we're going to lose yeah. to Philly, seriously, the way we played on Saturday. Um, but even if we went out and get that second seed and have to get that, uh, that first home game, whoever we play, we're probably going to lose because we're not ready. We're, we don't, we're not disciplined enough at, to be a playoff winning team right now. The only reason why we're going to the playoffs is because of the soft schedule that we had. I can honestly say that because when we play uh, top-notch teams that have a good defense and a decent quarterback – we, we, we get in trouble because of Bill O'Brien's conservative play calling. He, like I said, we jump on the lead like we had a 16-3 lead. All of a sudden now he wants to be conservative, run the ball here, you know, and we didn't even have a run game because Lamar Miller got hurt. But you're steady, still trying to go to the run? Like, you got to mix it up with screens. But I think our third-string running back is coming back this week, DeAndre, DeAndre Foreman out of Texas. He got hurt last year. I, I do believe he will be active this week against Philly. So that will help out because we will have a three-headed monster at the running back. So that will be able to wear down some defenses going into the playoffs, plus Deshaun Watson as well, scrambling with his legs. So we'll, we'll have a nice, um, you know, three-punch right there. But as far as the defense, cornerback still shaky, playing one-on-one. If we don't get a pass rush and get after the quarterback, our defense has a liability and, we're, and, we, and we tend to get burned. So, all that said, 
Bill O'Brien's very lucky that he has Deshaun Watson on his team. And he's very lucky that he has a very dependable field goal kicker as well. Because our field goal kicker, he went five for five on Saturday, including a 53-yarder. So I give game balls to DeAndre Hopkins and our field goal kicker, uh, Fairbarn. Those two players really came through the clutch on Saturday, Saturday night. But all in all, Bill O'Brien still has issues on the offensive line and the coachings that he's those coaching plays that he's calling. Yeah, um, yeah. Deshaun Watson um, has five fourth quarter comebacks this season. That's most in the NFL. But um, another interesting stat about the sacks: he got six, what six times. Yes. Deshaun Watson has been sacked at league high fifty two times this season. That's, that's ridiculous. Watson has taken 3.3 sacks per game since entering the, entering the NFL in 2017. That's the most in the NFL wow. per minimum of four starts. So, yeah, um, when it comes down to in the playoffs, um, these dudes are going to, you know, these dudes are going to be rushing and, and blitzing. And if and if you, if you can't get Sean Watson to get the ball out of the hands before he gets sacked, then you guys are going to be in big trouble. But a big comeback win. Um, Deshaun Watson got a lot of heart and guts. Um I'm watching the highlights, you know, he, he scrambled a lot. That first touchdown to Deshaun Watson was was a beauty off of fake reverse, and then he just lobbed it right to him. Deshaun Watson. Um, I mean, Hopkins. Hopkins, <laughs> Hop, Hopkins dude, that dude's a bad man. Yeah. He's, I believe, he's he's up there, maybe behind AB, but I, I still love how he just also – the way he catches the balls. Is, I don't want to hear it, David. He's the best yeah. receiver in the <laughs> league, man. I don't want to hear none of that. None of that AB, Julio – Odell's hurt. Um, I don't care. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. I'll give you it. I'll give you it. You know, I'll give you this that that back shoulder catch. Um, speaking of that, actually, Keenan Allen made a very similar catch. What it was was called a uh, incompletion. That one catch last week, he popped it to himself in the end zone. Keenan Allen did the same thing, but the ball hit the ground before he had possession of it. It yeah. was it was very similar to the um the Hopkins one. And and that that's what the era was saying. I was like, that looked exactly like it. He popped it to himself, but it was incomplete. It was probably candidate for catch of the year if, if it was if it stand. But um, I know we got some good teams, and I know we're gonna talk about the playoff picture a little later. But the playoff picture is this right now. You guys got second seed. We got the fifth versus the Steelers in the wild card. And if we win the Steelers, I better pack my bags. And, uh, I better pack my bags, and I'm going to Texas. We versus you guys mm. in, in the divisional round because you guys Ooh. are second seed now. So if the so playoffs if you stop say, right now, yeah. So you're saying if it if this stop right now, y'all would play us in the second round if you beat the Steelers. That's what you're saying. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, you have to make a trip down here, buddy. We, <laughs> we would do a live podcast in, in the parking lot. We could tailgate <laughs> and do a live podcast right there, bro, with the fans. I mean. If we don't win division, if 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 we'll talk about it a little later, but if, I'm just wondering if we win division, then w- and you win out the winners out of Patriots Steelers, then yeah. we'll be seeing each other in the conference championship. So there's a couple ways we can see each other, but if it stops right now, like I said, we'll verse you guys in Texas. If it stops right now, okay. Woo. Woo. But we'll get to the playoff picture on um, podcast. We'll get that we'll, later in the week, but yeah. um. Yeah, dude, great games, man. Um, I mean, I, dude, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I had I had my had my squad there. I had some strangers there, you know. Charger family is a stranger to me, so I had all my Charger family there, man. And now I went crazy, 
some dude picked me up and threw me in the air like a cheerleader, man. I was going buck wild, dude. It was, it was <laughs> man, it was wild. And um, hey, that was a great, great walk off, though. That that's that's a truly defining walk off right there because not only did you have to score a touchdown, you had to get the two point to win, and they got both. Yeah. And, and it was on Mike a wide Williams, open. Hey, and yes, and did Mike Williams catch both of them? Did he catch the he touchdown caught, and the two he, point? Yeah, he caught the touchdown, the two point, and he had a rushing touchdown. So he had a total <laughs> three touchdowns. This dude was all over. Keenan Allen got injured early in the game, so he stepped up. Travis Benjamin, like you said, got that fourth down. He also got a first down throw, and it's oh god, it's so scary seeing Philbert's throw sometimes because he just like keeps it. But Travis Benjamin was there. Everybody stepped up. You know, and and um, that catch, I'm, I'm telling it. you, that fourth and nine throw was the the throw of the season for me, far as y'all Chargers, because yeah, if you don't was, complete that game, is over. <laughs> like, see, it was scary. He thread the needle, teach you. Oh, defenders. I mean, he dropped it right there. Like, like you can't play better defense because the defender was right there. Soon as Travis Benjamin made the cut, the ball is both. coming right there. Boom. Dropped it right there, man. And I knew when they converted that, I said, man, they finna win this game because they had, they had too much momentum. Phillip yeah. Rivers was just going down the field. He had too much momentum. You know why? Because he was confident that he could score on that defense. He knew it. And that's what I keep telling people, man. They want to talk about Phillip Rivers as a Hall of Famer. What has he done in his career? Phillip Rivers has never had a top 10 defense until this year. And you see the difference. Think about it. You see what I'm saying? He, yeah, that's like totally giving Andrew. Now. That's like giving Andrew look offensive line. Look at him now; he's gonna get comeback player of the year, most likely. Like that's you my, said, that's my whole point, man. You can't do it by yourself. You have to have pieces and different parts to contribute to the team. And Philip Rivers can show who he is if he has a defense that can stop the other team. He can't outscore the other team. Like if they're scoring, he got to come out and score again. So I love, I love, I love y'all team. Like I said, I. I, I, y'all are like mirrors of us, to be honest with you. And I, I hope we do meet up because be I, crazy. Hope, I hope it'll be the conference, though, instead of the uh, divisional. I want it to be for the AFC Championship because if we do go out, we'll go out in the AFC Championship. I'd rather that than going out in the divisional round, the first game that we play in the playoffs, we lose. That would be a waste yeah. of the season for me. But that possibly could happen. The way we're playing, we could that could potentially happen because our offensive line is just atrocious. Bill O'Brien has to do something. He has to come up with a scheme to protect Deshaun Watson. Put your tight ends in the game. Like, get some extra blocking out there. Like, that's what I don't understand. You, I guess because you feel like you don't have enough receivers to where you, you can't use your tight end as blocking. But you got to come up with something, Bill O'Brien, because you're, you're not going to escape this season, like, without the hot seat. Because if we go out, uh, like, let's just say we go out horribly. Something happens devastating they're going to be looking at him man and and i wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of him and got somebody else here because we have the talent to be way better than what we are like yeah seriously and and it comes down to coaching discipline you know making sure your team is ready to play because you did not make them ready to play against the jets i mean we came out good 16 to 3 we got a lead but you let off the gas and you get conservative and that's his issue but hey i don't want to rant it was a game. We won. I'll take the win. But like I said, I'm a realistic Texan analyst, and I understand my team. I'm not one of these fans out here that don't understand the team's deficiencies. I understand it. And it's going to come to a head in the playoffs, especially if we play a good team like the Chargers. <laughs> so all that said, man, 
feeling good going into this week. Uh, we're going to do, like you said, a playoff podcast uh, tomorrow. We're going to talk about the seedings and uh, diff- different scenarios of how it's going to play out. Uh, David, appreciate you coming on the line, man. I know you was excited. I want to get your thoughts on the game. Where can they follow you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at um, the nose nose at sports guys, David sports guy, David. And on Instagram, you can find me on there too. I post everything on there. Um, sports guy, David, uh, you want to debate, ask questions about fantasy football. Um, I'll answer them, shout you out, debate about any type of sport playoffs, you know, talk about the chargers, you know where to find me. Hey, that's what it is. And of course y'all can follow me on Twitter at LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. I'll put up all the content for us, the texts, the videos, all the stats. You know, I get real deep into the game. So I, I, I love love putting up my content on the social media. And like David said, y'all can leave comments. Y'all can ask us questions, debate with us. You know, y'all can even quiz us on things just to <laughs> test our sports knowledge of our team. So all that said, man, y'all follow us, man. Appreciate y'all listening to the podcast. Y'all can also follow us on the Fantasy Sports Cave. You know, we got all the social sites. Uh, we got Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, any any type of social media platform you have, any way that you listen to your podcast or music, you can subscribe to us. Hit the like button. And like we said, leave comments. Leave us your thoughts, man. We always want to engage with our fans. So until then, man, David, appreciate you coming on. No problem, man. No problem. And I'm LJ from Houston. Thank you all for listening to the Fantasy Sports Cave. And we're out. Later.